What's up, everybody? It's the big guy, KG. Coming through with bits of week four. Now, you know, we take the time out, uh, talk about our respective teams, and, you know, give our analysis on it. So, first up is the man of the hour, Delonte, talking about his Broncos getting their first win on Thursday night. What's good, everybody? It's Delonte uh, representing, and I wanted to, uh, you know, kind of show love to my squad for my week four tidbit. Uh, Broncos picking up their first win of the season. Uh, now, I'll admit, and most of the Broncos country will admit, we should have won uh, week one. Hell, we should have won week two. But, you know, mental mistakes cost us both games in the fourth quarter, last moments. Um, you know, I guess that's the Vic Fangio way. So hopefully we kind of bucked the trend this past Thursday by coming back in the fourth and, you know, kind of sustaining the lead once we regained it back. Um, Brett Ripken, uh, you know, raw, raw skills. Um, not a bad QB. You know, he, he made some gutsy throws, but, oh, my God, the, the three interceptions was god-awful. All three interceptions were god-awful. Um, I've never been a professional quarterback in my life, and I can tell you I wouldn't even make none of, none of those throws, not even Madden, let alone in real life. So hopefully he watched game um, tape and just learn from those mistakes, uh, very careless mistakes. Like, um, you know, one was a pick six. You know, so we got to do a, a lot better with decision-making during the game. Um, shout out to Jerry Judy. Uh, not only did he get his first uh, career touchdown, but he mossed uh, a young man from the Jets. Um, you know, so I'm looking forward to seeing uh, sports in the top 10. Uh, I, I will hope that's a highlight, and I hope that Randy Moss acknowledged this young man's pass-catching skills as well. Um what else? The the I'm gonna kind of go outside of Bronco country for a split. Uh, the Cleveland Dallas game. Um, I thought we were gonna see a repeat of the Atlanta Dallas game, but you know Cleveland man, they just they didn't let up. They kept their foot on the gas. And they picked up a, a big win. So congratulations to the Browns. And um, as I saw earlier, uh, pops was tripping. He wanted to know if uh, y'all were still them boys. This is Delonte. Um, you know, just dropping a little week four tidbit, something quick. Uh, everybody out there, you know, continue to be safe. Peace. All right, strong stuff from Delonte. I gotta, I gotta give it to him because his Broncos got me my first Thursday night win, and I'm, I, I'm absolutely happy about it. Only two, two losses this whole week. Um, thank you to the 49ers and the Cardinals. NFC West let me down again. So, uh, I'm I'm gonna take a break. Come back and talk about my Washington football team and their loss to the Baltimore Ravens in the Battle of 295. Uh, got a lot of a lot of things to say. A lot of heat if you will, and 
uh, I just got I gotta let it out because I'm seeing a lot from the fan base. I'm seeing a lot from people that don't even like the team that got a lot to say. I seen somebody actually say that they want Dak Prescott here in DC. And I'm like, Dallas don't even want Dak. How, how the hell do you want Dak? Dallas don't want him. But that's another topic for another time. You're listening to bits of week four of the NFL from the sideline junkies. I'm the big guy KG and be right back. And just like that, we are back. Uh, my thoughts on Washington football team's loss, 31-17, to the Baltimore Ravens, what I call the Battle of 295. Some people call it the Battle of the Beltway. I like to call it the Battle of 295 because, as I explained on the pregame show, 295 allegiance from RFK, which is our true and given home. <laughs> but allegiance from D.C. to Baltimore in about 25, 30 minutes. So that's why I call it the Battle of 295. But uh, this game, I saw Dwayne Haskins, who was uh, 32 or 45 for 314, no touchdowns. He had a rushing touchdown, uh, no picks. But he did a lot of checkdowns. Um, he took a shot, hit Terry McLaurin. Uh, they wind up scoring on that drive. Two interceptions by Kendall Fuller. Pressure on um, Dwayne Haskins. And one thing that I thought during the game, where's this season going? I mean, uh, granted, this is only the first quarter of the season. And I say, where's this season going? Because uh, I expect a lot out of this team because I know what Ron Rivera brings to the, the table. And I expect a lot. I expect uh above 500 this year because the talent's there and I just want everybody to buy into the system as a team and I think that's happening Antonio Gibson ah man he could do a running the ball he could do a catching the ball really good I just uh wish we had a stronger run game but we have a patchwork O-line that's learning to gel together so that 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 has to be said um Thinking about what Haskins' agent said earlier today about Haskins, you know, this is the narrative in D.C. and Haskins only played 10 games in his whole career, uh, six games last year, four games this year. Um, and already talking about moving on from and how can you move on for from a guy that's had, you know, very little experience, limited weaponry on offense and a brand new offensive line is patchwork. And I agree wholeheartedly. And I don't want to spend all this time talking about Dwayne, but I'm going to spend some time talking about it. And I don't I don't shy away from my feelings. B say because I'm a I'm a, I'm a homer. This is my team. You know, it think certain things hit harder because I take it personal. But I'm not taking this personal. If Sam Darnold can play mediocre ball and in with the Jets and it's okay. I'm not saying that I'm accepting mediocre from Dwayne, but he's growing. He has to go through the growing pains. Give him a chance. That's all I'm saying. Uh Keefe from the block, good friend of the show, been on a couple times. I, I gotta make sure I get him and Professor Lucky on during Dallas week. Um but uh 
and I mean, I'm thinking about Dallas week, and it's I'm just I always look forward to it. It's, it's a wonderful time of year because all the greats come out. But um, he said that uh, he would be thinking about trading for Terod Taylor, and I, I said we can't win with Terod. I mean, even if he was healthy, we couldn't win with Terod Taylor. Terod Taylor's a check down artist his damn self. He checks down more. And, you know, Terod Taylor's not the same player he once was. And he, he coming out of uh, Virginia Tech, he was pretty goddamn good. But he just, it's like something happened. I think it was the bowl game. His last game of Virginia Tech was a bowl game. And it was like after that he had this stain on him. Like he couldn't, I know he's a talented quarterback, but I don't want him here. Because I have a lump of clay in Dwayne Haskins. Terod Taylor got some miles on him. I don't want somebody else's problems. I don't want to trade away my draft picks. I need draft picks to build this team. I don't want to trade away pieces. And I mean, I get it. You want to win now. I get that. But this is this is this is one of them times where we got to take it slow. Dwayne has to go through growing pains to learn. You can't expect him to be Russell Wilson, who was successful first couple of years in the league, but he was also started from day one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, who sat behind Alex Smith, and once he got a chance to shine, he became, you know, he was successful off the rip. Uh, Lamar Jackson, another successful quarterback off the rip, but he sat behind Joe Flacco. You can't expect him to be Peyton Manning. Um, you know, these quarterbacks that come out of college – Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for a little while and then took over the league and became one of the best in the league. You can't expect that from Dwayne right now. That's not him. But, but all those quarterbacks, for every Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, every quarterback I just named, for every one of those, you have a Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman didn't win a game his rookie year. He didn't win a damn game and went on to win three Super Bowls because they built the team around him. Michael Irvin was already there. He joined Michael Irvin. They got uh, Emmitt Smith and, you know, Alvin Harper. They got all these guys. They got everything and put weapons around them. But it didn't happen in the first year. Two, three, three. And he didn't even start the whole rookie year. He split time with uh, Steve Walsh. But he went on to have a Hall of Fame career. Three-time Super Bowl champion. Come on now. For everyone that you can say was successful out the gate, there's some that had, you know, a slow start. Brett Favre wasn't the Brett Favre that we know when he first started. Remember, he played in Atlanta and didn't even get any playing time. He comes to Green Bay, takes over for uh, Mojahowski, and he still struggled for a little while until he settled down and he became one of the greatest gunslingers in the NFL. It takes time, people. You can't give up on Dwayne after 10 years, uh, 10, 10 years. You can't give up on him after 10 games. You cannot. If you think that that's the way this works, I'm going to need you to go ahead and turn in your fan card because that's not how any sport works. He has to go through growing pains. He has to make mistakes to learn. Some of us that didn't play sports, some of you guys that didn't play sports, anybody. In life, you have to make mistakes to learn. It's just like the game of life. You can't just automatically know everything. And the way uh, Ken Zampezi was talking to him on 
the sideline. He was sitting there listening. He was nodding. And he, he kind of instilled confidence in him. And I seen it because he came out the next drive and he wasn't checking down as much. And they were running that damn bubble screen pretty damn good. I, I enjoyed that. I, I, I thought it was being ran too much, but they couldn't stop it. So I'm like, hell, run until they can stop it. But Ken Zampezi was sat there. He had the tablet. And he's, he's looking over the tablet and he's showing them different things. And that's what you do. You're not yelling at him, but you're sitting there talking to him. Okay, this is what you got. Okay, you did good out there. Let's let let's 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 focus on the good. You did good. Now here's what you need to improve at. And then tomorrow you go over the tape and you say, hey, okay, this is where you made a mistake at. We fix that and we do this. You'll be successful there. You implant this, you plant the seeds so he can grow and be better. You don't just be like, all right, well, you know what? Yeah, you had nice numbers today, but uh, we're going to go ahead and go with Kyle Allen. And I said it before, and I'll say it again. I'll say it until I'm blue in the damn face. If Kyle Allen was so damn good, he'd still be in Carolina. They wouldn't have went and got Teddy Bridgewater if he was so damn good. Stop calling for these backup quarterbacks without giving the quarterback that's in the driver's seat a chance, Okay. You gotta give, you gotta give Dwayne a chance. He has to grow. Remember, he didn't have a rookie season. Jay Gruden didn't want him. He got no reps with the first team. He was getting third team reps with Jay Gruden because Gruden did not want him. So what you're not gonna do is you're not gonna tell me that uh, Dwayne's done after ten games in the league. He's not. I seen somebody put him on a list and say, was he the next bus? But everybody on that list that they had is a bus. I said it this morning. Everybody they had on the league on that list is a bus. Wasn't a bus. He sure was. But everybody else was not. So I don't I don't want to hear that. Dwayne's not a bus. You can't say he's a bus and he hasn't had a chance to play yet. He hasn't had a chance to really go. And you all, you know, people were all on him. Riding with him last season because he was he was supposed to be the spark, and I was like, he's not going to be the spark. You know, he got to be. He has to get those reps. But I'm just. You can call me a fanboy, a homer, whatever you you see fit, but I believe in giving chances where chances is due, and you can't say well you're done. I mean, you can say whatever you want to say, but I can't say I'm done with Dwayne off of his performance this season because in actuality in game one he played lights out second half game two for three quarters he played pretty damn good now game three was a bad game today was a was a pretty good game it wasn't great it wasn't off the charts but it was good and you take those things and you build on them you build on them this team can run off seven straight wins and that'll put them at eight and three I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying they could. I mean, any given Sunday. Now, imagine they run off seven straight, eight and three. They lose one if dropping to eight and four. And then they run off another three, which will put them at 11 and four. And then, you know, they got the NFC East locked up. And last game of the season, they just play the backups. And they, they, they lose something close, like 20 to 19. They go 11 and five. I mean, just imagine that. Then everybody, and Dwayne plays good. He throws in that stretch. He throws uh, 
20, 22 touchdowns in the next few games, in the next 12 games, and he throws maybe three picks. He's on pace right now for 10 interceptions in the season. 10. And you're already talking about letting him go. He threw three in one game, but he's on pace to throw 10 this season. Not next week, not the next few games, the season, 10. I don't know what kind of math anybody else is doing, but I know what kind of math that is. If you throw 20 touchdowns and 10 interceptions, I believe that's a successful season. And I do want to see him throw for 3,500 yards. I do want to see him throw for 4,000. I do. It'll come. But this team has to build up its weaponry, and we're seeing what we got. It's going to click. Remember, no preseason, no none of that. This team is going to click. Yes, I, I picked them to lose today because I, I look at the schedule and I know Baltimore. I, I scout Baltimore a lot. I love it. I love Baltimore. I love Lamar Jackson. We love Lamar Jackson here. So I understand. I, I mean, I didn't have them beating Baltimore unless Baltimore just outright couldn't, you know, move the ball or something. Uh, defensively, got a lot of pressure. Uh, I wish Landon, Coll- Landon Collins was out of place on a few plays today. And, you know, I'm glad he didn't get torched beat, uh, deep. And Apke made a break on the ball. And if he was just uh, maybe about a half a step, maybe a whole step faster, he'd have picked that pass up. But he got his hands on it on third down and knocked it down. And I was like, all right. Apke can be good. He's another one. He's a project. You got to plant the seeds and you have to, you have to, uh, 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 train. I ain't going to say train him, but you have to coach him up so he can be better. And I'm not ready to give up on him either because it's one thing he has that most free safeties don't and that's speed. So you got to teach him the NFL way to play free safety. And I said it this morning, don't let nobody get behind you. So that's my take on Washington's third straight loss, uh, 31-17 to our northern rivals, the Baltimore Ravens. So I just, hey, it's okay. You got to, you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet and right now it look like we doing it the hallway and we making an egg white omelet so it's gonna come out pretty good so of course you know you can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts so for the rest of the sideline junkies i'm the big guy kg i don't do no overtime i am out of here